What up, people? Schulte here, and you guys are about to listen to a clip from our weekly Patreon episode. If you want to sign up to our Patreon, support the flagrancy, support what we are doing, completely uncensored, flagrant content, you go to patreon.com slash flagrant2. With no more interruptions, here is the exclusive clip. All right, let's talk about the NBA. All right. Let's talk about the NBA. So, obviously, everybody knows that there's a lot of shit going down in the bubble. Um, yeah, today's Thursday, so I'm going to talk about what happened Wednesday. Right. Right? Yeah. And um, so, Wednesday, what happens is um, the Milwaukee Bucks decide to not play the game against the Orlando Magic. Correct. Okay. Now, they go to the arena. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of things that people aren't like talking about right now. They go to the arena. They're in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Then they decide not to play. Okay. So yeah. that decision had to be made last second. Because yeah. why get on the bus? Why get the whole team there? What's going right. on? Apparently, there's two players on the team who are like, very deeply affected. They did not want to go out and play. George Hill. And I think, I'm assuming the other one is uh, Spellman, I think his name. He was the one that got beat up by the cops. Sterling Brown. Sterling, Sterling, Sterling Brown. Yeah. Sterling Brown, right? I can't confirm the Sterling Brown thing, but that's what people assume because he has a, like a fucked mm-hmm. up relationship with the cops, right? So they're like, all right, we're not going to go play. The rest of the team is like, fuck it, we support them. Now, the Orlando Magic look crazy yeah, because now they're the team that wants to play even though of course. the cops killed the black dude. Of course. Now, clearly, it's going to affect the Milwaukee Bucks more because why? Milwaukee's in? It's in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. This Kenosha situation is in Wisconsin. 20 miles away or something. Yeah. Right, exactly, right? Still, what they did is perceived by the rest of the NBA players as selfish. Really? You're going to make us look corny. You're going to make us look like some sellouts. You're going to do it. Now, the Bucks are going, if we tell everybody, it's not a massive news story. It's going to leak. It's going to go out. It's going to seem organized. It's going to seem like a, um, a very polite boycott. Okay. Boycotts don't, don't have to be polite. Boycott's got to disrupt. Yeah. Boycott's got to be shocking. Remember when they didn't show up? The whole fucking news system was a vacuum. Everybody's talking about it. So they decided not to go. Orlando's like, all right, well, obviously, we're not going to play the game if we have no game to play, right? Word gets around, okay? They call it players-only meeting. Mm-hmm. All the teams go, okay? Apparently, it's crazy. Like, people saying wild shit, oh, wow. right? They start going around. They go, okay, everybody stop. Everybody go into each individual team and decide what you guys want to do as a team moving forward. Yeah. Okay? They come back. The Bucks say, we'll play the rest of the playoffs. Everybody else is there like, the fuck you mean you're going to play the rest of the playoffs? We're here because yeah. you said that you guys are going to take the game off or stop or this, that, the other. They start going through other teams. Other teams agree, okay, let's continue to play. Let's continue to play. Let's continue to play. Guess to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. LeBron's like we're not playing mm-hmm. Guess to the Clippers Clippers Well first of all Guess the Lakers Lakers like LeBron's like We're not playing Apparently like, I can't confirm this But apparently uh, CP3 Stands up and goes Well fuck you then LeBron We'll play with you. Oh shit Oh shit Now I'm gonna defend CP3 in a second About this I'm gonna defend CP3 in a second Clippers say they're not going to play, right? It get it gets back to the Heat. Udonis Haslam goes, if LeBron ain't playing, He's a, the Blazers. Uh, no, Udonis Haslam is with the Heat still. 
Oh, Udonis Haslam. Yeah. I was thinking about Hassan Whiteside. No, no, no. Udonis okay. Haslam. Okay. He's a yep. long time right, he played. Right. 40 years yeah, old, yeah. played LeBron yeah. back in the yep. day. So he, go, he goes, if LeBron ain't playing, none of us are playing. Everybody walks out. Right now, as we're recording this podcast, at 11 o'clock, there's another meeting where they're going to decide what's going on. Mm. So a few things going on before you're like, oh, CP3 is a douchebag, this, that, the other. There's a lot of different pieces happening right now, okay? If they stop the season right now, everybody just stop. Uh, what is the term like uh, cut off your nose to spite your face or something right. like that? Mm-hmm. Like everybody's emotional, so they're acting in a way. And there's a lot of ego here. Right. LeBron is the king. LeBron is not about to let the Bucks be the ones that lead the charge, mm. right, on the fight for equality in the NBA. This is LeBron's league. Right. So the Bucks make a move like, I'm not playing this game. LeBron's like, well, we're not playing this season. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Yeah. It's my team, my league. There's some ego here. Not to be critical of LeBron, but we cannot deny ego. Well, the thing I couldn't wrap my mind around is LeBron and Kawhi apparently want to cancel the season. LeBron earlier was one of the guys saying, nah, we got to play. This is a good time to bring spotlight to it. Absolutely. So that's where I was like, there's a disconnect. I'm not There's seeing. a disconnect here. Now, listen, keep in mind, everybody hates being in the bubble. They're at their wit's end in the bubble. And there is potentially, um, remember, every day they're doing 30 minutes a day, and it seems like nothing, but they're doing 30 minutes a day of like social justice press. So right. they can ask about any issues. The press are in there. Journalists are asking about shit. And that wears on them, right? They feel like they have to have a solution. They have to have an answer. They're constantly talking about these things. They're almost like charging up the players about the racial injustice in America ah. while they're completely isolated in the bubble. Yeah. Like you ever watch that show on MTV? Uh the fucking we're all in the house together show. Real world. Real world. No, real world. All it is is fighting. Yeah. Because you're completely disconnected from the outside world. Yeah. Right? So they're in the bubble. Everybody's pissed. Everybody's upset. Here's the thing. When they're having those discussions as the teams, everybody's saying wild shit. It's not that organized. But there are real points that are being brought up. One is if we leave here right now and we stop playing, what y'all going to do next? Because you know all these motherfuckers like Lou Williams, I'm not playing no more. You know the second day out of the bubble, they're going to Mexico. Yeah. So what, what are you going to do to further social justice after you leave here? Right. Right? right. You're going to go to Mexico. You're going to hop on Instagram. You're going to be back to Taco Tuesday. Like, what, what is the move after this? How are we going to mm-hmm. continue to further? Because we have insane amount of leverage right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? And also, if we fuck this deal up, how does it affect next year with the owners? Because, yes, there's three more years left on the collective bargaining agreement. But every agreement has something called a force majeure. And a force majeure comes into play when there is a um, global tragedy, Mm. something insane that happens that would stop production, Mm. something like, I don't know, the pandemic. Right. So they can renegotiate and cut shit off next year. Mm -hmm. So Disney paid $1 billion to make the playoffs happen. Right. Okay. 500 million of those dollars goes to the players. That's how they get paid. 200 million goes to make the bubble. 300 million goes to the owners. These owners are billionaires. You think 30 of them sharing $300 million makes a big deal to them? Yeah. They're like, fuck that shit. We are putting up all this money. We're taking all this risk to get this shit happening so we can make some money. We thought was going to be a good faith relationship. We're donating all this money to whatever charities of your choice, whatever you want. We're going to spotlight. We're going to put Black Lives Matter. We're going to put equality. We're going to do whatever you guys want to to gain interest and and, and, uh, gain notoriety and make sure that people are supporting the causes that you care about. And then y'all just going to walk away? Oh, we're going to have a conversation about next season. Because next season, now that there's going to be no people in the stands, and now that we lost $300 million in revenue because you guys wanted to walk away from the rest of the season, we're going to have to reduce that salary cap 60%. So you were making 
30 million a year, now you're gonna be making 10 million a year. Well, then it's just another strike, right? And now it's a strike. And how, yeah, LeBron could take that time off, mm -hmm. but can the 12th person on the bench take that time off? Mm -hmm. Can the 12th person on the bench afford to play? Oh, he'll go play in Europe if you could get there. Mm. Oh, he'll go play in China if you could get there. Right. right? Now we're talking about not only just the players. We're talking about the staff. We're talking about all these people that could be affected. Black, white, yellow, brown, everybody. Mm -hmm. Very affected. So they're like, right now, everybody's got a lot of anxiety and they're anxious and they want to be the ones like putting the, the right foot forward. But the decisions that they're making right now could affect the next two years. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed lockout. Mm. Guaranteed lockout if they go into it. So now they're meeting again to decide what the fate of the rest of the season will be. Whoa. But it's kind of crazy. It's not as easy as we just shut it down. I never thought it was going to be that easy. But real quick, yep. do you know why the Clippers also wanted Because apparently the Clippers also wanted to cancel the season. And Kawhi and LeBron were like You want to know the rumor in the league? What's that? This is what the players are saying. Right. LeBron is willing to walk away because he don't think he got the team to win it all. That makes sense. And listen, to the layman's person watching basketball, myself included, it looks like the Lakers are killing it. They dropped 150 points and yeah. this, that, the other. To the insider watching, the Lakers don't have the depth necessary. That's what we've all thought, right? Right. But to the average person who sees them put up 153, yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, they got, no, they got a chance. They got LeBron. They got LeBron. And LeBron is going beast mode. Yep. And maybe he feels that like, I got to go beast mode for us to beat the fucking Blazers. Blazers. And they're smoking him now. But like, I got to do this. I got to go back to 28-year-old LeBron with 36-year-old LeBron confidence and mm -hmm. fucking drive and abuse my body. And mm -hmm. then all I got is AD. Mm -hmm. Now, also, if you're LeBron, this is what you wanted. Every time LeBron gets himself in a shitty roster situation, it's because they listen to him mm -hmm. pretty much. So that's that's something that I want to say. The only exception was the last heat run where they wouldn't go into the luxury tax. But like even then, y'all all wanted max deals. And I think even Pat Riley said they took like they wanted to force a sign and trade last minute as opposed to just signing contracts so they could get more money. And that's when you got to give up all these draft picks and shit for the future. Mm -hmm. And if we see one thing about the heat, they could draft well. But anyway, uh, yeah, I can I can believe that I can believe because LeBron I thought wanted to go to the bubble because he wanted his championship. He mm -hmm. wants his GOAT legacy. Mm -hmm. And it's not wrong to say, hey, I can do social justice things here. So what you got to do is once you, you know, stop making moves off of emotion, right? You got to say, what gets me closer to my goal? Right. So ideally what they're talking about right now is, okay, we understand how emotional this situation has made us all and we want to do the right thing. We also want to look the best in the situation. We want to look like we support these causes that we care about. Mm -hmm. We don't want to look like we're bouncing around basketballs where black people are getting fucking shot in the street. Mm -hmm. Okay? That being said, maybe bouncing around a basketball for these billionaires puts us in a position of leverage where we can get people to stop getting shot in the street. Okay, like I said weeks ago on this fucking podcast, you got these billionaires by their balls. You got to use it. How, do, how does change happen in this country? What is the actual functional way you make change in this country? Affect the bottom line. Affect the bottom line. But, and how do, you, how do you do it? How do you, okay, you could affect the bottom line, but how do you structurally make change? Like, what are some things you could actually do? Organize, boycott. Lobby. Lobby, okay. That yeah. boycott stuff is great. It's yeah, cute. You get a lot of memes. Balls need to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every billionaire that owns a basketball team in this country, what do you think they got their money in? Lobbies. Mm. The NRA got a lobby. Mm -hmm. Pharma got a lobby. Mm -hmm. Everybody got a lobby. And any change that happens in this country, it comes from a lobby. Mm -hmm. So basketball players, yep. instead of walking out, force that money yep. that those owners are willing to give you, put up your own money and create a lobby for yourself and for black issues. 
specifically. And it might be, and I'm not exactly sure, we got to look it up, maybe Mark, you could look, but it might be the first, um, like, wealthy, wealth-driven black lobby in American history. I'm sure there's been other lobbies, there's been interest group, there have been, like, the Black Caucus and that, the, but I'm talking about this is where the real money Real money, black folks with real fucking money are putting their money up to play the system just like these rich white people have been playing the system. Mm -hmm. To get their objectives checked off through this pseudo-democratic process, because it's not democratic. You're just manipulating these fucking politicians. But if that's the game play... Yeah. Right. If that's the game, and you in there play. You got the you got the money. You got the chips to play. Mm -hmm. You at the table. So how are you going to do it? So that's what I was about to ask you. I got you. This is what I would do. Every NBA team gets protected by who? When they travel in oh, the stands. Cops, security. Security is who? Cops, cops right? Cops or ex-cops or Hey, whoever. cops. No, it's police. Every okay. team hires the police. They get them two games. They take them away games to get them to the airport. And they protect people within the stands. Okay. Right? I know you're the good cops. Yeah. You're here protecting us and we've had great relationships and everything's been great. That being said, something's going on with these police forces where there are things that are happening on the street and you need to handle your fucking business and we're not going to keep funding you if you can't manage your people. You might manage your people okay over here, but the same management is not managing well over there and the people that look like us, black people obviously saying this, are getting shot in the street. So what we're going to do is we're going to have someone else protect us. Who? Sanitation. Just a bit ridiculous, but no, I hear what it's not what you're trying to get at. I guess you no. no what, what I meant by sanitation is like who else can actually like get you to the to the airport quick? Who else has the ability to like just stop traffic or move traffic and do that kind of stuff? It doesn't have to be the city. You get a private security. So many people have private security firms. If you can hire private security to like create fucking wars in other countries, what's that shit called? Blackwater or Black Rock or some yeah. shit like that. Like I'm sure you can protect a fucking arena. Listen, I'm not saying that this is necessarily what I would do, but if you want to put your money where your mouth is, if you want to quote unquote defund the police, right? Start it. Don't yap, 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 defund the police. Start where you can actually affect it. Tell your team you would like to hire private security and say we, that you would absolutely hire the police once they get their shit in order. And if you don't feel like they have their shit in order, then stop putting money in their pockets. That's, that is a functional thing that you can change today. That couple, is one thing you can things. Do. Private security doesn't have the same leeway that cops have. Like, they're not able to run lights. They're not able that to my do barricades, things of that nature. So it's like they're not going to have the same pull like cops have. Second thing. Go about, earlier. Go earlier to the airport. We got put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Put your or like or walk or walk the walk, if you will. If you have to leave two hours early to go to the airport, then that's what you got to do. The lobby situation, which is an amazing idea. It, I would see a lot of pushback because. Granted, we're talking about basketball players here, not calling them dumb, but most of them have been just geared for basketball pretty much their entire adult life. So it's like to convince all these players, hey, let's all collectively take our money and put it in something that you can't really see tangible, like to that I would say, say you can't take exception to shut up and dribble. If you're like, well, all I've been training my whole life to do is shut up and dribble. You're asking me to do bigger things. This is what players have asked for. You, we want the platform to no, do bigger I, things. You don't need, you don't need all the basketball idea. players to be smart. Obviously, most athletes or a lot of athletes are fucking idiots, right? Because they've been gearing, like you said, themselves towards one thing their entire yeah. life, right? They're soldiers of sport. Exactly. Brilliant at sport, dumb at other shit. Sure. That's the natural cause of things. You only need a few of them to understand what's going on. Sure. Most people that are part of the NRA are not fucking geniuses. But they got a very powerful lobby. 
right? That's just the game. You got to run the game as it is. And and I think the owners are saying they're going to donate. What is it? I, you can look it up exactly, Mark, but they're going to donate a few hundred million dollars mm-hmm. to uh, social justice reform. Yeah. Don't. We, we'll take that money. We'll put it in our lobby. We got everything from here. Thank you very much. Mm. You don't think you can hire some lobbyists for a few hundred million dollars? If China's hiring TikTok for a couple million, you don't think you can do something with 200 million? Yeah. Come on, bro. All right, guys, you just listened to a clip from our weekly Patreon episode. If you want to continue to listen to that episode, subscribe, join the Asshole Army Patreon. Keep it tight and keep it flagrant with us. You can do that at patreon.com slash flagrant to indulge.